Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another podcast episode on Four Gods. And today is going to be quite a special episode because it's going to be a guest episode. And we have a guest on the show for this month. And the guest is Sharon Rolf. She is a purpose and essence coach. And she's trying to help people have a renewed sense of purpose. People who have retired, people who are, you know, getting there when it comes to work and, you know, getting on with their life. People who are in the younger generation, people who are in the older generation and everyone in the middle. So welcome Sharon to the show. Thank you, Ronit. Um, I'm glad to hear be here. I think this is my first uh, podcast out of in- India, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm a behavioral scientist, and I think I'm the perfect one to focus on purpose and essence because um, as a behavioral scientist, there's not very many of us in the world, and most of them, I think, focus on, on uh, addictions, people with addictions, and I don't want to do that. I want to bring out the best in people. So I think everybody has a nugget, a golden nugget inside that makes them unique and uh, where their happiness is. And I'm here to help people uh, live from um, their DNA, their inner spark essence. So um, let's get on with it, Ronnie. Definitely. So the first question, as every listener knows, and they have listened to every other ep- you know, episode that goes on with an interview, the first question that I ask is an origin story. Now, everyone knows that someone who has done something important, such as write books or dozens of books or coach people or are helping people achieve a better state or to achieve their better self or to find their purpose like you. So all of them have gone through something of their own. They have gone through their own shit let's just say so they have gone through their own stuff and they have come to a point where they can now say that i want to help others through with that so what was that for you well i um was middle of five kids so middle kids seem to get invisible uh you know they're not the young ones they're not the old ones but for me uh, i was a uh uh there's three of us older ones and then two younger ones and um the i felt invisible for a second reason uh, besides being middle is that there had been sexual abuse in our home and my older sister was um for many many years and and she wound up having a baby by my dad and um i often said thank heavens he keeps his hands off me but there's also that little girl inside that wants to be cherished and acknowledged as being um you know something special or or at least groomed and i i got good grades so i didn't rock the boat um you know i i was obedient so you know i didn't get any negative attendance but um the other thing that kind of played into that run it in in um high school i started Hmm, you know, what's, what's my potential? What's, you know, the mystery of what life's going to unfold. And as I went through my career, I also looked for that potential in others in that, that, um, uh, what made them unique. And I often help people with their 
uh, resumes because sometimes, you know, we're, we're too close to our skin. We know ourselves too well and an outsider can, oh, you know, that's different than other people. You have a strength there. So uh, all through my career, I, I pretty much um, enjoyed looking and, and um, flaming with positive encouragement, the good and, and um, strengths in other people. So that's my story. Oh, that, that's an amazing story. You, you found yourself in the process. Yeah, it wasn't until I retired um, in 2016 that I started coaching school. And it, all my career was kind of kind of flat. You know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm, I'm you know, steady career and applying myself in the IT area. But um, <clears throat> right after... Um, about six months into my retirement, I went on this podcast um, webinar event, it was called, out of the UK, that was mental strength. Hmm, mental strength, that sounds positive. Hmm, kind of curious. So when I listened to it, he said, well, bring to mind, uh, well, when, when you're facing a challenging situation and um, you want to succeed, but, but you're not sure you have the courage. And he said, well, bring to mind a warm memory. And um, he said his warm memory was he'd always wanted to, to f- learn to fly. And so he learned to fly and his picture was giving his, uh, his son in the backseat of the airplane. He was giving his three, four year old son uh, airplane ride. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. that was his warm memory where the ticket is to want, keep that in your mind for about 15 seconds and um, then face your challenging situation and you'll do much better. And um, a couple of weeks later, I said, well, why just have one warm memory? Why don't, why don't I see how many I can come up with? <clears throat> and so out of my list, about 10, half of them were in front of people had I been in the wrong career? (laughs) So I started taking baby steps as maybe I was supposed to be an influencer. And um, that's, you know, the rest of the story is now I'm doing both podcasts and writing books and um, speaking coaching. So it really made a change for me. Yeah, sure did. You know, like you're helping people now, man, that's something. So when it comes to the book that you have, the Fresh Courage book, so what is that book all about? Well, I call it Fresh Courage um, in Retirement and actually it applies to anybody because I give all kinds of ideas to help you be curious, think of possibilities and what's possible, my three favorite words. So uh, I say finding purpose, essence and fulfillment in retirement. And this these blocks that I make, this is very similar to, I love color. I love wisdom and I love sewing. And um, I've sprinkled them throughout the book because when we see beauty, it processes in our head a little differently than just logic and words. So um, the, I give each chapter, I have a call to action at the end of each chapter. So you can, kind of do it yourself um, to find your purpose. But I realize that some people can do it themselves. Some people want it done for them and some people want it done with them. And I can cover all three of those. But 
essence, probably you're wondering what that's about because nobody does much with essence. And uh, actually purpose, um, some people say there's an internal purpose, um, like that might have to do with raising your family or caring for parents or something. But there's an external purpose too for your service to the world or your place in the world. Um, I often say, um, let's help you find a place to fit in, to matter, and to make a difference. So, you know, you might fit in in a uh, school situation or a senior center situation. Um, a place to um, matter might be with um, kids or seniors or babies. Um, it's it's um, who you're touching, whose lives are you touching? And then um, to make a difference is what can you bring that nobody else can bring because there's only one you. <laughs> but essence, I was thinking about even as I was um, earlier today that purpose is kind of more, I'd say maybe doing where essence is being. It's, it's what you were born with. Your, maybe your purpose for for being created, you know, the seed that you became and the, the person you developed into. So it includes things like what do you love to do and what are your uh, personality strengths that help you live uh, an effective life. And um, it what's, puts a song in your heart, you know. So um, that inner spark is really, really important to understanding yourself. Um, I don't know that we do much teaching on understanding yourself. What do you think, Ronit? I would say, yeah, that's something that many people don't focus on, understand themselves. Most of the most of the time, you know, people, when they look for self-improvement, it's for getting something. You know, it's like, I want to work on myself to get something. I want to work on myself to get this money, probably relationships, anything. Success. In yeah, that's the thing. They don't, they don't want, like, you know, many times people would not be encouraged by the fact that I just want to work on myself and that's it doesn't doesn't make much sense from them it's a means no so in my career there were various profile tools that i you know my employer had us do and the purpose seemed to be that if i understand how i operate then i can see how i might be different than you and be patient be more helpful um, you know, understand where you're coming from because it's different than me. And so it was maybe um, a, little, a little bit of empathy for our coworkers and giving grace to help the team work, you know. But um, to me, when, when I learned my essence statement, well, okay, so I, I started bouncing off the wall, like, how do I know if I'm productive? There's no boss telling me what needs to get done today. <laughs> and um, I, didn't, I, I don't like wasting time. I don't know about other people, but um, so I came and read my essence statement. I had it on my wall here because it, it was in a fabric art thing, kind of, you know, big one like that. And I, um, one day I read it three times and I started realizing when I operated from my essence, 
every day felt right. Every day felt like what it was supposed to be um, because it mattered to me. And there's so much in the world, um, especially on TV, that you're comparing yourself to each other. You know, you know, I, you know, you, you've got long hair, short hair, or you've got green hair. <laughs> you got, you're wearing the wrong jeans. Essence <laughs> um, has nothing to do with comparison. It's about feeling so right in who you are. And the more you can appreciate what comes naturally because it comes from inside, the world, the days seem so much better because I'm being true to myself and, and I know who I am. How does that hit you, Maranich? Well, it feels like, you know, essence plays a very important role in our life. I think so. It's many times it's like, you know, not that weighted when it comes to thinking about it you know like I have not personally thought about essence that much because I don't use the word essence for me it's a different term it's more like spirit the soul kind of thing for me yeah 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 that's it uh-huh uh-huh and I feel yeah. like the soul is more in touch when you're authentic I feel that authenticity plays a very big role in the soul so that's yeah I guess I I think I've always been authentic. And in fact, um, I've been kind of pondering a little bit lately. I've, I've never married and never had kids. And that makes me pretty unique, you know, at over 70. Um, but I, I somehow, I, I couldn't handle being phony, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> acting a certain way for certain people. Why? <laughs> um i i wouldn't go there so um so yeah authentic is a perfect word for that and and i uh, sometimes use spirit too that um in in business and work that's not often mentioned but i think we're going to be seeing and hearing more of it because it's very much tied to our values and spirituality plays a big part in that. Many times people undermine spirituality because everything else just matters more in the material. And many times, you know, when you look within, when you look at stuff which is not material, it plays a huge role. Like, you know, many times it's our like drive, like we say purpose, that's the topic for this podcast episode. So purpose is such a non-materialistic thing, right? It might be pointed to something material, But the intention is non-material. Our thoughts drive our intention. And many times people miss that part. They're just so focused on the material itself, but not the intent towards getting there that they miss out on that. And they just, they're stuck. You know, they're just daydreaming at that point, which is quite fascinating. Well, and there's something else that kind of rubs us that knowing yourself kind of the wrong way is that, we know how we failed or if you really knew me you wouldn't love me (laughs) so um getting over that and um to me i started loving myself on a whole different level um and as i love myself it makes it easy for other people to to be uh, attracted and want to be around my spirit my authenticity and maybe even help 
encourage their authenticity to bloom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I've become over this last year, I've become the queen of courage. And I now have a uh, ebook on my website, SharonRolf.com, a call to courage. There's a kind of a sparkler there. It's not easy to see, but uh, I want to help people awaken their inner spark. Um, maybe you see your spark every now and then, um, you know, when you um, uh, see something beautiful or, or, you know, hug a baby or something, or, you know, the interesting thing is that a mirror, our, our friends are often a mirror to us. And when you get a compliment from someone else, there's, they might be seeing your inner spark in a way that you don't. And, um, you know, sometimes we say, oh, don't, don't get a big head over, you know, a compliment. Well, that's not exactly a good thing. Um, I think we should pay attention to what people see in us. That mirror of them to us is, is significant. And that might be a place to start uh, looking for where your inner spark is and, and being curious about it. Yeah. Actually, curiosity is a very important part, right? To even like finding your purpose. It's like the start. When you get curious, when you're intrigued about what you want to do with your life, that's the thing that starts you off. You know, it makes you want to think. It makes you want to go places, explore. And that's really the explore. first step. Yeah, because I've realized over the last couple of years that possibility and, and uh, curiosity and um what's my third word um potential purpose anyway i have like three words that that i think are all kind of spiritual words um and spirit is inside us not outside us so that whole um exploring is adds adds another element to our aura that we we need to nurture and it opens up the, the door to poss possibilities, but um, things beyond our natural control. So um, I uh, encourage, the courage to, to explore is, is part of that whole thing, you know, the um, being, you know, there's going to be a critical voice in our heads. Like if you really knew me, you wouldn't like me. I shut that, that critical voice up by saying, I'm doing the best I can, period. Go ahead. <laughs> and then start listening. There's, when, when I, um, uh, in coaching school, I had to write a book report on three books of my own choosing. And the first one I read was The Joy Diet by Martha Beck. And the first menu item she had in her joy diet was nothing, doing nothing for 10, 15 minutes a day. And it was kind of my introduction to maybe uh, meditation, some people would call it. And when all you're doing is paying attention to your breath, you start realizing there's a quiet little voice inside that will talk to us amazing there's a wi inner wisdom but you have to listen and you have to act on it or it will stop talking to you 
Have you had that experience? Yeah, I have. I do meditations quite frequently. So I know what that inner voice you're talking about. And you know, the more you do it, it kind of gets louder every single time. So it's like with you every single time. So after some time, you'll see that it's going to leak into your life as well. So when you're like doing something day to day, that that one part of you is going to criticize you while the other part is going to lead you on. It's going to make you want to be uncomfortable with stuff. And it's quite interesting to see that the more you do meditation, like for me, I have seen that happen a lot when you want to do something, but you know, a critical part of you will say, not do it. Don't do that. It won't be good for you. It won't be comfortable. You know, it won't satisfy. It won't make you happy. The other part would say, no, it would, you know, it would make you uncomfortable. Sure. You will not like it in the moment, but it is for the greater good. And it makes you reach, want to reach for it, doesn't it? Makes you stronger to, to um, let's go there. I know uh, one of the first times I was looking for a message and I purposely um, got quiet and just kind of, because I was looking for, um, somebody else had given me a di- different subtitle. This, this was the name of my podcast on uh, Transformation Talk Radio. And um, she had given me the, the byline, um, you're the boss now. Well, that kind of sounds bossy. (laughs) And um, I'm, I'm a kind of gentle spirit. So I, I just, I kind of just, you know, listened to my, my inner spirit and said, well, what would be a better one? And that's when I come up with, it's your time to shine. It's again, it's that invitation to something better and stronger. And, um, uh, I think it applies to men as women and women. You, what do you think? I would say it applies to everyone. You know, it's your time to shine. I feel that people don't give themselves a lot of credit for the things that they do. Even the want to go and find their purpose, it's such a big thing. You know, people might just throw it off. That's ah, fine. Like, it's not. Because there are so many people roaming around that you'll see next to you. And they're just leading on with their life. They, they have not even thought about it. They're not curious about it. They haven't realized it. And you have. So you should, you know, thank yourself for it. Be grateful for that kind of thing happening in the first place. You know, I would say that's the all, you know, it's all a part of shining. It's just like you're, you're, start, you're beginning on that process. So don't beat yourself up on that. Yeah, here's, um, you know, we've often, I think through, over the decades, we've, we've heard people say, uh, follow your feet, uh, follow let your feet follow your heart. And um, that's pretty difficult. Again, it takes that courage element to, um, but it's, I think it goes against the logic, shut off the logic and follow your, what's your heart or your spirit uh, takes that extra level of, I think the career I had was based on my logic, not my heart. And I think um, I'm following my heart now, and it's hard to listen to your heart because mm-hmm. it's risky. <laughs> it's uh, where would it take me? But your heart is what really matters to you. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, uh, okay, here's another one that I love. This is one of my favorite ones, Cherish Forever. And it's kind of what you just said, Ronald. What makes you unique? Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's opposite of comparison. How do we compare to each other? No, 
is stand, having the courage to stand in your uniqueness, loving that you're different than other people because it means there's only one place in the world for somebody just like you. <laughs> and that's what we kind of uncover in essence. Um, uh, some people say, well, what, what, well, once I have my essence and um, what do I do with it? Well, um, I, I came up with a, oh, I actually heard someone else suggest this, that you put all those words in a, in a Google search and see what the possibilities are in Google. <laughs> so let me tell you, my, my essence statement is, um, and, and it comes from a, um, I had found a jeweler that made such unique jewelry, unique. I love unique. And um, when I put his rings on, because um, he had stackables, he had three or four rings that he would stack together. And he used to be a geometry teacher. How unique is that? And um, so my essence statement um, stems from that unique jewelry. I am precious jewel of wisdom. I am colorful collaborator, motivator, and learner. I'm tranquil, authentic, and pure inspirer. I light fires. I want to light the fire in you. And um, so uh, like uh, one of my clients had said, he, he liked to travel. He liked history. He liked um, buildings, not more than nature as far as history goes. And um, so put all those things in a, in a Google search and you might be pretty surprised what comes up. Like um, one of my guests on my podcast, um, she, she knew she needed to expand her heart and she uh, decided to create a community service project around the world for a year. And so she decided that she would spend a month in 12 different places and um, when she got back, she wrote the book, Smiling at the World, a lovely book of all the different, she, she rode elephants, she fed baby lions, she um, taught uh, Chinese kids, college kids, English, and sang with them. And uh, then she went on to write the book. Oh, her, and her, her favorite story was around a baboon sanctuary so think about all those possibilities <laughs> and um that's but keeping engaged in life is what's really important here if you're just drifting and going with the flow and just yeah doing what everybody else is doing you're not you're not really engaged oh i was, was going to mention just recently about six weeks ago a study came out that this from the science of purpose team that your dna is stronger when you have purpose with all this sickness that we've been going through having a stronger dna is a wonderful thing <laughs> and it helps you um be more productive and learn twice as much and um be more engaged in life and and that's um why we're here that is so true yeah so coming on to another question, let's say that there's a listener out there and that listener is doing something, something important, like let's say the person is into business and they have taken that as their purpose. Now, let's say that, you know, the person's going through life, they're doing their business, they love their business, 
but slowly they start to fall out of it. Like their their heart is no longer in that thing anymore. And it's just that their mind is into it. They're good at it. They like their business, but now the heart is not into it anymore. The heart is now roaming around, wandering around, looking for something else. And the person does not know what to do because life has just become so dull and he's trying to look for another thing to do. His heart is looking for something else. So what would you say to that person at that point? Well, it kind of, the first thing that comes to mind is follow your heart. And that may mean taking a sabbatical, um, taking some time off. Um, it's going to seem really, really risky, but the one of the ways that people might be facing that situation that makes them stop and do something different is a deterioration of their health. Um, I saw recently on, on LinkedIn, a lady showing a picture of her laying on a hospital bed. She had been going so fast, so furious, so driven, so involved. And people were telling her, you know, you need to back off. Can you say no to someone? <laughs> and um, she was relaying the reality that when your body gives out or wakes you up, um, life takes a turn. So to have the courage to uh, devote, maybe, maybe it's half day a week to pondering the possibilities and the earnestness of your seeking is what's really matters you might ask your uh, family to either um, bounce ideas off of or contribute ideas sometimes they're more aware of what we're good at or can other possibilities that we're you know tend to be blind to and um, outside help is uh, often valuable and, and sparks a new, you know, um, idea, thought. The, my, my book, Fresh Courage Term, came from a Hallmark movie. And they said, often when you go home from vacation, you go home with fresh courage. Yeah. You know, that's when we've had time to listen to that inner spark inside of us. And, and maybe it's, it's time to write that book you've been putting off, or it's time to take that trip that you've been yearning for. Um, when we honor our spirit, our heart, that's time very well spent. So I don't know how good I'm doing on answering your question, but I hope it helps. Yeah, like if I was in that kind of situation, that would definitely help. You know, taking time off might just be so essential because like I understand the business oriented side of it, you know, like when you're a business person, when you're an owner or something big and, you know, suddenly you just fall out of it. You just have to give yourself some time. You might just find that next new thing because many times people have a particular purpose and then, you know, that, that thing ends and they have another purpose and then they have to re-navigate themselves and go on to the next thing. Right. I know this last uh, 10 days or so, I've started kind of feeling burned out a little bit because my, my work can take so much time and effort. And um, we just came off of a holiday weekend and 
I, I, I went into the holiday weekend not knowing what I wanted to do. So I just decided to go with the flow. I, my sister has a couple of properties down here by Mount Rainier. And so she always invites people down. And so I thought, well, I'll just go with the flow and have no expectations. And um, there wasn't any big aha from going with the flow, but I did, um, I did do some, uh, you know, thinking while I was there and we're, we're in the middle of a forest. There wasn't much um, and mountains, forests and mountains. And um, I understand that the Japanese actually prescribe to executives to have forest time. It's like the, the what's in nature feeds our spirit. And so maybe, maybe, but, but it's all in, in the um, subject of self-care. And uh, I've been so encouraged the last couple of weeks of people who have posted things about what they're doing for self-care and helping us focus on it. So following your heart is self-care. And that's, to me, the beauty of mental strength ties in very much with self-care. And, and I think we're starting to build a bigger appreciation for mental strength. Yeah, definitely. The, the world is waking up slowly. You know, so in Sedley, they're noticing that thing and they're realizing it. I feel nature plays such a big part when it comes to the soul, the essence part of ourselves, because technically we did originate from nature and we don't live in it anymore. We live in big cities. We live in big towns. Concrete, asphalt. Uh (laughs) Taking some time out and visiting nature might just, you know, boost people's spirit and might help them find some sense of purpose. Well, and that's always one of the first top um, recommendations for people who are uh, struggling with depression is being out in nature. Take a walk Mm -hmm. outdoors. I do it almost every day. (laughs) That's good. Like it just reminds me of the thing, life knocks you down, go to nature. That's such an amazing thing. So moving on, we are coming to the end of the podcast episode. I just wanted to like, just put this in like some really small sentences, some bullet points that the listeners can use because, you know, as we all know, the attention span is not that big for listeners and people tend to, you know, like fall off with time. So just for all the listeners who are still listening to this and they just want to just, you know, put it in like some tiny sentences just to make it like impactful what like what one or two sentences would you give them to just summarize this entire thing that you have talked about when it comes to purpose and essence well uh on 20 30 years ago on my uh the wall at work there was this saying by thomas wolf and it says if one has a talent and fails to use it one has failed if one has a talent and partially learns to use it you have partially failed if one has a talent and uses somehow to use the whole of it, you, one has gloriously succeeded and found a satisfaction few people ever know. That's to me sounds specifically how knowing your essence makes me feel a satisfaction uh, that the world never knows. I call it um, feels like heaven on earth. What could be better? Yeah. 
actually kind of you know like just summarizes the thing quite well you know now that i think about it that's what it's all about you know like purpose not that kind of thing like maybe you know no you you know it as soon as you think about it and you you just are into it you know you just go into it and you just do it and you just feel that yes this is it and you feel it 100% it's not like 50 50 kind of thing that many times you know people fall for you know it might be my thing might not be who knows <laughs> it's not like that i often compare it to when you're in a restaurant and you have a waiter that is marvelously serving you it's like her job fits her like a glove mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. we want that for us ourselves and it's worth the effort to find it yeah that that is so true you know people have to go through you know experiences experiences actually can help a lot when it comes to finding that thing for me what i think that the purpose is already there you don't have to go and find it it's just that you have to unlock a part of yourself you know like you know declutter all that stuff that's going on and just you know see it sitting right there in front of you So my my uh website is sharonrolf.com my book is fresh courage in retirement but it applies to everybody cuz everybody can p- apply the ideas i have and the stories i tell and queen of courage is my um what i'm known on instagram i every week now i'm doing a 2 3 minute um helping you to be courageous about life and right now i'm doing a series on understanding yourself more so it leads into that purpose thing yeah and i'll just leave that link for that website on the description along with the the link for the book that you have the fresh courage book and so the you know listeners can go and take that if they're interested they're intrigued and they can go and visit the website as well so it works it all works along so that's great so now that we have come to the end of the podcast episode i just want to give a small tiny message that's it's your time to shine it is so remember that listeners dear listeners keep it in mind and i'm going to put all the links down in the description you can go through with that you can contact sharon if you want to so the links will be for the social media links and stuff will be there yeah and this is free i get i get lots of inspiration and ideas as to how how to be courageous to be and do and have mhm yeah so i'll just leave the social media links and stuff and you can go and check that out as well the pdf the thing that you just showed the three step tips thing where do they find that specifically that's on sharonrolf.com mm-hmm. so they'll just find the pdf on the website as soon as they land there yeah um, yeah you have to give me your email address and then uh it uh it's out on google docs and you download it Mm-hmm. yeah that definitely would help them out you know get give them a starter to this entire thing definitely definitely so last thing to my listeners keep working okay you know that you have to work there's no there's no out you know there's no way out for this you're living here i want to eat so i better work <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're you're playing the game you're in it keep working keep moving forward and if you feel that you know you're just not in the mood today just chill go to nature take a walk and then come back and just keep working on yourself if you are trying to find your purpose keep doing that declutter find yourself eventually you will so don't give up on that so keep working keep improving and i'll talk to you in the later another episode so bye bye